Introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the pedo. <laughs> the motherfucker tried to become a man and it failed so miserably he just said fuck it and killed himself. <laughs> the ginger bear. Facebook can go suck my fucking privacy stealing cock. And the pivot man. Fuck America because it accepted black people. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. Uh, another show so soon? Yeah, and this one is probably one that should have got awarded. For sure. Um... We are uh, Boxless because he's uh, uh, an asshole. Yeah, he fell off his tricycle and broke his vagina. <laughs> yeah. so he's not going to be with us today. Yeah, he uh, was a complete dickhead and uh, decided to uh, pull his little uh, I can't make it, I'm sick thing. Um, when we were about to, uh, it was like, what, 30 minutes till showtime? If that. Yeah. Which is why on the best of I had to put that little nugget in there about how he's always have a fucking excuse. Oh, yeah. It's always some bullshit. Yeah, I don't think this one's going to be as good as last time where he was having a stroke at work, you know. <laughs> this time he just has... I, I don't know, he had the shits or something. I think that's pretty much what it came down to. So everybody be sure to send Boggs your uh, best wishes and get well greetings. So since this episode is so soon to the last episode, we were just kind of thinking of doing a uh, fuck-off show. Where we just kind of go over things in the news and just kind of rant on about random shit, which is pretty much what every show turns into. Mm-hmm. But we do not have a topic whatsoever. Nope. Um, however, uh, we are pulling something together for the anniversary of the JFK assassination. So stay tuned for that. I'm not sure exactly when we're going to record that, but it will be that weekend. Uh, I believe the anniversary date is the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday. That is a Friday. So um, we have our shit by Saturday or Sunday. But it'll. We're gonna go over conspiracies, um, kind of uh, things that some people may or may not have heard before. Um, our own thoughts on it, on exactly what happened. Um, it should be interesting. And then um, I know Michael was unable to do it uh, today, but. Maybe, just maybe, we can pull something together where we go to Dallas and uh, we get to uh, kind of do some street interviews with people because there's probably going to be plenty of people flocking to Dallas for the anniversary, just kind of checking out the grassy knoll and looking at the uh, uh, state book depository and all that stuff. So That's a game plan. Maybe we can go down there and, and fuck with people and kind of get their opinions and uh, then ask them about Obamacare and shit. <laughs> That's another one I can say Boggs is a piece of shit because today we're going to either do one of two things. We're either going to go do a brewery tour and get tore up before the show tonight or oh, nice. we're maybe going to go down to uh, I'm glad house. you guys were going to do that without me. Hey, man, we'd love to have you, but, you know, you're... Yeah, I had to work. I mean, you're a big-time manager. You've got all the crazy hours and stuff. You're in charge of people. We're just peons and... I don't know about all that, but uh, my hours are kind of ridiculous. They are going to be getting better, so the shows are going to be starting to become more consistent. That's the game plan. Uh, the will be 
this. More yeah, bogs, with. there's no such thing as consistency with that pool. But um, we won't have those long, you know, two, three week breaks like we've had here recently. So, uh, well, yeah, we'll have a lot of best time shows in between if we miss. No, we, uh, like I said, hopefully we can do that, like you're saying. And, you know, if we get down there maybe Saturday or something and pull some audio and stuff ahead of time so we can get some current stuff. Uh, my game well, even so, during the week, I could probably head on down there because um, I, I have off uh, Wednesday. Thursday I'm busy, but Wednesday I might be able to swing down there and <clears throat> see if there's anything going on. That'd be pretty awesome. I think that'd be good if we can get some personal perspective and stuff. But if anybody knows anything about this show, they know that we're ha- kind of half-assed on our promises about going out into the public and doing shit. No. Uh, we're hermits. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no promises. Yeah, <laughs> no fucking promises. Uh, so, Michael, what have you been doing uh, the past uh, three days? <laughs> well, I spent uh, Thursday recovering from Wednesday's night and, and the show, and then I didn't really do a whole lot the last couple days, man. I had it off, so I'm just kind of relaxing, taking it easy. Like I said, today I was supposed to go hang out with Shithead, but he raped me on that. I didn't have my AR wearer on to protect myself <laughs> from it either. <laughs> Such a douchebag. My taking So, no, me and Boggs fun today. Like, I don't mind. You know, I get it. I get, you know, getting sick and all that stuff. Shit happens. That's life. But when it's fucking 30 minutes before showtime, and then all of a sudden you back out, like, that's just some, that's some really dickheaded moves right there. Yeah, he's the worst in... I mean, I was really hoping to have him here tonight because, like you said, we don't really have as much plan. I mean, we had some stories and different things that we didn't get to the other night because we kind of got off on so many tangents and just kind of had fun times and stuff with quizzes and the drinking and everything else involved. So, I mean, I thought that would be great. And then, of course, the greatness of Boggs is there's always the fallback where we kind of get in a rut or we have no material to go on. Uh, we can always start ripping on him. Or make him play as a song like a, the little monkey that he is, the little performing monkey. But of course, we don't have that tonight. So, that's another reason to hate on him. But, like I said, I got some stuff. I mean, these are some things that we went over, or we didn't go over on the last show. These are just some things in the news. And, um, you can kind of interrupt me on this and bring in your points. This one was just something I just wanted to bring. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, they do polls and stuff all the time where They'll ask people basically what they believe in as far as you believe in evolution, creationism, or intelligent design, which intelligent design to me is the most ridiculous of them all because that's like we believe in God created everything, but we know that the science is there for evolution. We can't dispute it. So we're just going to say that that was God's plan. Yeah. (laughs) God's plan is that we evolved. Yeah. It's the biggest cop out of all. It was God's plan that the Big Bang happened. But over, there's a little bit of pause. I mean, these aren't huge movements, but... No, um, or, or you had the other side of it, which is um, that the fossils aren't real. The devil put those there to test your faith. I like that one. That's I've a good been, one. I've always been a big fan of that. That's a good one. Um, so, back in 90, or 1982, it's 30 years ago, um, 44% thought that God created everything. 
38% of the people thought that humans evolved because of God's guiding them, and only 9% um, believed in evolution straight up. You know, God didn't have any part of the process, all evolution science. Um, numbers haven't changed a ton over the last 30 years, but there is a little, but the one trend that's probably, I, I don't know, the one that kind of makes me think that maybe some people are starting to get it and kind of come out of Stone Age a little bit is, um, as far as people who believe God created everything, like I said, 44% then, 46% now. So it's roughly the same based on, you know, the plus minus statistics. Um, as far as the intelligent design, it went from 38 to 32%. So that's starting to drop off. Um, but the biggest increase was in people who, basically atheists, who believe evolution and God has no part in plan. It went from 9% to 16%. So that was the biggest gain. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And, and there's a lot of other things within the survey, but that was the main gist of it. I mean, they asked people, you know, about the whole, do you believe the planet's only 6,000 years old and shit like that too. And the gaps are starting to grow where people are kind of coming to their senses and be like, no, nah, not so much. I mean, you got your 40 years, 36 to 40 some percent that are like, yeah, you know, that's God's plan. That's the way the Bible says it. But the rest of the numbers are starting to skew more towards uh, people are actually taking a look at science and saying, well, this does make more sense. And, you know, there's actually some proof to back this up compared to, you know, a book of fables written by several different authors. Well, I mean, of course, uh, the more and more people, because after all, when you have uh, news outlets like Fox News and all that shit, <clears throat> that are, or if you want to call it news, mm -hmm. um, trying to push their agenda and trying to tell people how they should think or uh, bringing ideas or thoughts into the mainstream, you're going to get a certain percentage of people, uh, you know, the vast majority are just going to take it verbatim and just say, oh, all right, and then, you know, regurgitate it whenever they're drunk with their friends at you know happy hour or whatever but you're going to have that percentage of people that actually you know go and find out for themselves you know they'll hear Bill O'Reilly talk about some something really fucking stupid they may think it's a brilliant idea and then decide to actually research it well once you kind of do that it's game over <laughs> like you, <laughs> once you start actually acquiring knowledge about you know, the world around us and how it works and functions, the more and more you realize that it's just a, it's a crock of shit. Like there's, so you're trying to tell me that there's a God out there that did all this stuff within seven days. Meanwhile, the facts of carbon dating completely contradict that entirely. Not only that, but you have to take into account that the, the light that we're seeing from the stars is billions of years old so you're telling me he did it in seven days yet it's impossible for the light that we are seeing from those stars to have reached us by this time no fucking way there's no fucking way that in 6,000 years the light from those stars has reached us it can't happen the only way it happens is through the process of what all scientists agree with for the, for the most part I think it's like, you know, in the upper 90s, <laughs> uh, the Big Bang. And those are really old stars. And some of them may not even exist anymore. They may already be dead, far, far gone. We don't know because we're seeing the past. When every time you look up in the sky and you see stars, I'm not talking about the moon, shit like that. 
stars, you are looking in the past. Just that in itself tells you there's no fucking way it could have been done in seven days and that the Earth is that young. No, it just can't happen. But then, of course, you know, they'll go into the whole, well, I mean, he could have created that stuff with an ending creator. No, see, read your fucking book, you asshole. It says he created the Earth and the stars. Yeah, he kind of did it all in one day. So, yeah, just saying. Well, I gotta correct you on one thing. You oh. said that he created it in seven days. He actually created six. Six, he yeah, he rests on seven. seven. Fuck so you. You need to you need to get your shit together. Uh, I am gonna correct myself again, um, because I know in the previous episode I talked about the Spanish Inquisition and I kind of went into the history of it. Um, I was a little, I was a little misplaced. Let's put it that way. Um, I said that the queen was not relenting to the Pope and that's why they were going into Spain um, I was incorrect she was a part of it she was actually convinced by the papal that there were these uh, I can't remember what kind of Jews they called them like crypto Judaism or something okay um, and so they had to go in and do the, the Inquisition and you know burn all these heretics and and force them to believe in the, the Christian God and Jesus and all that shit. Um, so it wasn't her defiance against it that caused it. It was more or less uh, they wanted more influence in Spain, so they corrupted her and her uh, constituents to kind of start this campaign against uh, the Jews there. So hmm. outside forces corrupting the leadership, do <laughs> things against those that never happens anymore. So, my apologies. Don't worry about it, dude. The people you're arguing against, they're not going to have the a clue, not even to look it up or understand the information to find anyway. It is kind of funny, you're talking about, you know, the Big Bang Theory, you're talking about science, and, you know, people are so opposed, especially Christians. I don't know if you remember this, I think it was a week or two ago, uh, Bill Nye was here, and I think he was either, like, Waco, Austin, something. Um, I can't remember which city no, was. I remember seeing it, and I really wanted to go, but I just couldn't. I'm going to Waco. Anyway, if I'm wrong. Go to Waco. That's such a random fucking place to go to. Shit, if I'm wrong, <laughs> he was here, but he made a comment about like, you know, the moon actually ref- it doesn't emit light; it reflects the sunlight, and that's how it lights up the sky and stuff. And people like booed him. And, like, oh, dude, was, that happened a long time ago. No, no, this was just a couple weeks ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Pretty positive. I mean, because there was something very, very similar that happened to him in Texas. I'll put it this way: I and it was like on, a year and a half ago or something. I like may that. be wrong on time frame, but the information is correct. But <laughs> yes, yes, the information is correct because he did he did say that, and so people booed him. Here. And got really upset. Some people walked out and all that shit because mm-hmm. there's dumb fucking yokels in Texas that don't even fucking understand basic science. So, I mean, that's when you're fighting creationists and stuff. That's what you're working with. So, you're not... <coughs> I mean, that's bad. true. I, you're, not, you're not really going up against the most intelligent of us. And you're not really going up against people that even understand the basics. So, it's, it's kind of difficult. I do understand that. And I understand, you know, it's it's hard to learn things. I get it. It's tough. It's really difficult. You know, when you're you're buying your Crocs at Walmart 
and you're watching fucking uh, what's that stupid ass fucking show with the goddamn rednecks? Oh, uh, D- oh my god! I want to fucking punch those assholes in the face every time I fucking see them. A, a girl I work with. God damn! Said that shit I, pisses me off. Liking man. Duck Dynasty, I'm just like, mm. go goes, fuck yourself. She's funny. She's like, you just don't like them because they're Christians. I'm like, eh, I have a little. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't like Christians. them because it's fucking stupid yeah, as shit. It's not only that. But they're already rich, and all these stupid fucking Americans are only making them richer. Yeah, man, I don't. I really fucked up. I don't know how I didn't get into that duck call market earlier. Meanwhile, they're worried about fucking uh, fucking Obamacare. Like, really? That that you're you're worried about us trying to take care of people. Meanwhile, you're gonna give rich more wealth. Huh? Yeah, I don't. You might give me a little leeway here. Now that you brought that up, that's something I didn't want to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Well, no, just with the whole Obamacare thing. Like, I had the mini rant on the Besso Show, but on the end of it, you know, talking about the website and how it's just a fucking website. Like, the actual insurance companies, the plan's already out there. People can sign up. It's a website malfunction, and it can be fixed. It's not that big a deal, which it really isn't. I mean... I will give him props. He did come out and said, hey, we fucked up. We're going to try and fix it. That's no reason to fucking give up on it. Yeah, and that's kind of what... I'll give them props for that. I want to give them a little care for that, but, I mean, like I said, I completely... It's their fault. They've totally fucked that up. Oh, yeah. They, they bombed it big time. And, I mean, I understand the fact that they expected more states to actually go out and create their own, you know, websites and stuff and get involved with it, but, but they should know. Here's the thing, though, and this is what kind of pisses me off about the whole thing. And yeah, you know, I get it. There's going to be flaws, and especially when you're talking about the the amount of people that are trying to get on the website and all that shit on day one. I get that. But, like, (laughs) just from a political standpoint, you would think that the pillar of your fucking whole campaign and the reason pretty much you were reelected, you would make sure not to give those fucking assholes who want to take away just nice human rights away from poor people you would not give them any ammo whatsoever. And, and they gave them a shitload of ammo. And they are running with it. And Every single Republican, even before he came out and apologized, were like, yeah. well, this is proof positive that it, it can't work. We just need to get rid of this law and come and, you know, go with clean slate, blah, 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 blah. And here's the problem with it, is that it's now it's turned into not just Republicans, but there's a lot of Democrats, too. And, I want to kind of get in that, but, like, for instance, I think the biggest thing now is not the fact that, like I said, the website's the website, whatever. That, that'll be fixed, and, you know, we'll move on from that. I think the biggest problem is how he kept coming out and saying, you know, if you like the plan, you're going to be able to keep it. This is where he really hurt himself because a lot of people are like, well, he came out. He lied. He knew they were going to be able to keep the plans. And I think the fact is, honestly, I think he did lie, and he knew he was lying, but there's a reason for it because – he was asked in a press conference he gave just the other day. He did this whole apology on that, too. You know, this is my fault, blah, blah, blah. And um, one of the reporters asked him, like, well, you knew this was going to happen. You know, there was kind of notations that they said you guys are pretty much aware that these were, this was going to take place or a lot of these insurance companies were going to have to cancel these policies. And like I said before, the reason for it is is because the policies are bogus policies. They're trash policies. I mean, you might as well wipe your ass on them anyway. They don't cover anything. And the fact is, with the new laws... You know, they don't cover pre-existing conditions. They don't 
you know, they have lifetime caps and stuff, things that, you know, are no longer legal. So they're going to have to redo these policies anyway. So they knew it was going to take place. The problem is, like, he got up and he explained to me as well, he understand that, you know, 90-some percent of people that have insurance have it through the workplace, you know. So, and then everybody else, you know, who that has insurance is either covered through, like, you know, VA, Medicare, whatever it is. So you're talking about a small percentage of people that this would affect to begin with. He's, he was throwing out, like, 5 or 6%. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with him on it. I'm sure he knows better than me. So, you, but you can't come out and say, well, we know that some of these policies are going to get canceled. You, you can't, and you can't get up and say, look, it's going to cover these people, these people, but there's this 5% that buy private insurance that their policies aren't going to be covered anymore because they don't meet these new standards. Because it's nuance. You know, you try and get out. You can't talk American people. This is where I feel bad for him because had he came out and said that, that some people's policies would get canceled, then the Republicans would have ran with it then. It would have been a shitstorm, and they may have never, I mean, a little thing like that may have kept them from getting this thing passed. I mean, it barely passed to begin with. And I think the fact is, then the reporter asked them, they're like, well, you know, if you could just, why don't you just give a nuanced answer like this on the campaign trail and stuff instead of saying just straight out, they're not going to leave the policy. And he kind of hemmed and hawed, and he's like, well, you know, it's only 5%. We didn't really think it would, you know, these are terrible policies, and we figured people find new ones they like better, and, you know, they wouldn't want to keep these policies anyway. He kind of danced around it, and I think what he really was thinking is, I, I can't give a nuanced answer to the American people because most of them are so fucking ignorant. They won't understand. You know what I mean? It's like, seriously, it's like, I feel bad for him because it's like he's trying to do the right thing, and it's like almost one of those things. Is like, I have to tell a little white lie here because it's for the greater good. Because if I come out and try to give this nuanced answer. Dude, if I was ever president, I would fucking lie my ass off. Sometimes I think it's necessary. I would do it all the fucking time. And in this case, I thought it was necessary. But the thing about it is, so. I I would just, I would make some crazy shit up. Be like, hey, we need to get rid of our nuclear power plants because it's got bad juju. Guess what? Satan said it's evil. Satan said it's good. There are UFOs in Area 51. (laughs) What are you gonna do about it, bitch? But I mean. I seriously would just, I would make up the craziest fucking lies just to get my laws passed. But you do that, yeah, no shit, just do that fear factor thing. That's yeah. kind of what Bush and them did. Just, hey, 9-11, terrorism, terrorism. The only thing is that I would lie and I would try to get laws passed that benefit everybody. See, and that's what I think with the healthcare. I think, like I said, he couldn't be nuanced and try and explain to people because people are retarded. Um, okay, like there's this broad, I don't know her name off the man, I don't have these notes in front of me, but her name was Diana something. And she went on like one of these morning shows and then she went on Fox and her thing was, you know, I have a policy and my uh, insurance company canceled it and I was only paying $50 a month for it. And they'll replace it, but the new policy is going to cost me 500 a month. And the one I saw her on was Fox News. She was on like Greta Van Susteren. And Greta Van Susteren's looking at her policy. She's like, this is a terrible policy you have. She goes, it doesn't cover anything. You realize that. Like, if you got hurt or go to the doctor, like, they're going to pay, like, the first $50, and then you cover everything after that. Yeah. This is, like, this is shit. This is the worst than shit. Yeah, that's why you're paying so cheap. And so she's, but she's going on. She hadn't looked into the new healthcare site or anything. So a reporter got a hold of her, got all her information, and went through the site with her and found her a policy where she'd pay a little over $100 a month, but it, it was like, it covered everything, like all her prescriptions, all the shit, none of it was covered for. And she even, she looked at it, she goes, oh my God, she goes, if I would have had access to a policy like this before, I would have jumped at it, even for the, you know, paying twice the cost. And it's like, 
that's the problem. You know, it's like these news agencies keep grabbing these people who haven't looked into it, don't have a fucking clue. They throw them on air just so oh, they yeah, can make just it so they can rant and all that stuff. And you're like, you see, the American people don't like it. And I guarantee you, you're not going to see on Fox again, or I think it was like the ABC Morning Show, or whatever it was, where she's like, hey, you know what? I actually have a policy that's a thousand times better, and it's only going to cost me like a hundred some dollars a month, which is affordable. And look what it covers. You know, this is actually beneficial. This is really helpful to me. You never see that. It's just negative shit after negative shit. It's all they propagate. Oh, of course. I mean, that's part of the issue. They want to get people riled up over dumb shit that they don't understand so they can get their policies passed that's, or get other policies to get taken away. That's the thing that pissed me off today is because, or is it, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, or I heard about today, where 39 Democrats, the Republicans, are pushing through a bill now in the House that basically gives it, it kind of like changes the ACA so that all these companies that had these junk policies before they're grandfathered in where they're allowed to continue to sell these policies so that people can keep the policies that they had before but they're shit policies yeah. and it totally defeats the purpose of the ACA and there's like 39 Democrats who signed on to it to pass it in the House because they're like in conservative districts and they're afraid of you know the re-election and stuff it's like fuck them dude it's like that fucking I get so sick of like I said and I know we don't agree on voting and all this shit I you know no, I know it's voting for a second I know it's pretty it's pointless a lot of times but you know it is just look at the way the shit runs and being a liberal it's really difficult it's for me stupid because there are no liberals I mean there's very few unfortunately you liberals. need a collective of high minded individuals that are extremely intelligent to tell everybody hey look you're too fucking stupid to make a rational decision on this that's what we're here we're for. gonna fucking do it for you <laughs> that's what we're because here. that's what the majority of people are they're fucking stupid that's what I said with Obama He's our like, listeners intelligent as shit of course you guys are all brilliant you know what's going down everybody else Fucking stupid. <laughs> that's, what I said. that's what I said. I feel bad for Obama because like you can't be nuanced. You know, you can't have an actual logical answer and explain like, hey, this it's not going to be just black and white. There's always going to be. That's why I like my kind of style of a of a way of running. I think running a country is a little bit. Uh, it's a little much. I, th- I think more it needs to be communal kind of thing because not everybody's the same and people have different ideas, but. You know, my, my idea is that in a, in a major metropolitan city, you would have a community center. And whenever any kind of change was going to be implemented or people were thinking about change, you would gather, you know, anybody can come. And it's pretty much a debate. And it, it would come down to the fact that there would be the smartest of the people that would be like, no, you're fucking stupid. This is how it needs to go. And this is why. And this is the outcome. And they would literally just out-rationalize them to the point where they couldn't argue shit and they'd just be like, Ugh. Well, but, you know, what? basically what you're describing is what we have in a democracy. I mean, the thing no, is... No, we don't. But, no, well, here's the theory behind it, though, because we not, do not everybody can get together for every issue. So, you know what you do? Then you elect people for your specific area to go in for you. But, I mean, I'm just saying... That's, that's not the most intelligent people, though. Well, believe me, that's the people with the wealth and Most the of our politicians are exactly that. They're wealthy and they have the background and they have the power and the clout. That's it. But that's a problem, though. That's it. Not only that, but then they are allowed to push their agendas through media outlets and all kinds of other stuff to manipulate the public to voting them in to try and get rid of the policies that they want to get rid of so they can make more money on whatever, you know, they're fucking uh, with, whoever's in their fucking pocket. That's the big one right there is, um, 
like you said, the news media. Because we went over it before we did our show on property and stuff in the news media and how ridiculous they are. And, and then, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's why I, just, I can't watch fucking TV. <laughs> it drives me nuts because it's so fucking stupid. It's so run down and just... It doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. I, I I try like hell to try and get why people like certain things, and I just can't figure it out. For the life of me, I just can't. I don't I don't get it. Like, and a lot of people think I'm weird, which I might be, but like I, I don't even read fiction. So I I read I read a lot, but I don't even read fiction. Like I don't even read the made up stuff. <laughs> I read fucking science books. And any kind of other thing that interests me, um, I like a lot of autobiographies. Shit, maybe a couple of beers in me. Um, I really like uh, books about um, society, uh, mental health. That's a good one. Sciences are always great, but not everybody's so interested in that. Yeah, now you bring that up. I was kind of I was sad that Andrew wasn't able to join us. I was going to have him do a whole thing on suicide for us tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Give us your whole fucking thesis. But if I'm going to read, if I'm going to take time out of my out of my day to fucking do something other than work uh, and then work on the show or play video games, uh, <laughs> I, I want to learn. I want to figure out what else is out there in the world that I don't know about. I just don't understand that. I'm bad like that. I, when I read, usually it's just new stuff because I like trying to keep up with all this nonsense that's going on in the news. I don't... Learn. I don't read enough to learn things. That's probably what I should spend more time doing instead of looking up stupid fucking stories <laughs> for, the, for this goddamn show. Um, but into the uh, science field, I do have a uh, interesting little story. Um, so scientists have found in the uh, Darwin crater in Tasmania that there was a um, excuse me, there was a meteor that hit. And uh, within the glass that's around the meteor, which uh, was the impact was around uh, 800,000 years ago, um, they actually have uh, you mean 6,000 years ago. No, um, they have in the in the glass um, preserved ancient swamp plants, so they're able to actually study plants that. Uh, were around 800,000 years ago. Pretty impressive. And it, it, the whole impact uh, kind of spread out a uh, 400 uh, square kilometer field. And uh, they, they've been able to use x-rays and different kind of uh, machinery to kind of find the plants. Originally, they didn't think that, they just thought it was glass. But then when they took even a deeper look, they were able to see. And not only that, but with in some of those, uh, they've been seeing some stuff that suggests that uh, life can actually travel through like meteors and stuff. Like it can't survive through space. They're they're learning a lot from this uh, from these swamp plants because uh, their their formation within the glass. So it's pretty interesting shit. Show. Well, so wait a minute. So. They're saying that these plants came from wherever the meteor came from, like they were already a part of the meteor? No, 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 no. They're just saying that uh, because of the harsh environment, because, I mean, the blasts, meteor blasts were considered to kill, like, everything around them, right. but they didn't. Not by dinosaurs. Um, the, 
the swamp plants were actually able to survive and they were actually able to grow within the glass. So it's uh, proving a, a pretty decent scientific study. I mean, they're, they're still working on it. Uh, University of, uh, or the City University of New York in Brooklyn uh, is uh, one of the head ones that's working on it. And they're, di they're still doing chemical analysis and uh, collecting materials and stuff. But it's some pretty interesting shit and it kind of gives light to the fact that the life might be able to survive even harsher. I mean, we, we've seen a lot of the extremophiles, you know, things like that, that have lived in uh, the, what the fuck do they call them at the bottom of the ocean? You know what I'm talking about? God damn it, man. I think in the other spot. I think I know what you're saying, but... But it's these, it's these vents that are pretty much uh, coming from uh, the center of the Earth. Yeah, it's... We're like the that corners in it. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. The, it's, the, not, it's not carbon-based whatsoever. Um, it's extreme heat. You know, and they thought that nothing can live in these uh, vents, thermal vents. Yeah, I saw a documentary on this, and they show like those amoeba. Yeah, and they have like crustaceans and stuff that live in there too. Shrimp. In, they, it's like they like yeah, it's so toxic and everything. All that. Yeah. Like, it's so hot, like the temperatures, and there's so much like toxin in it, and yet there's these certain like microbes and stuff that just thrive within. It, you know? But now they're seeing that even other things that they never thought they would be able to survive through are able to. So. It's uh, I I love that kind of shit. It really intrigues me. I had a really great scientific uh, study too. <laughs> it's it's almost on the same part oh, yeah. as what you're going into. I actually pulled this for box and because I, I was wanting to ask him if this uh, pertained to or if he had a part in the study. But um, Ohio State did a study about um, people that suggest that um, people are more honest about their attractions to the uh, same sex when they believe that they are. These are anonymous surveys. <laughs> so I was going to ask him about it. They did a normal survey and it said that 12% of men and 24% of women said they have had a sexual experience with someone of their own sex. But uh, when they were given an anonymous survey, uh, the number went up to 17% for men and 43% for women. Yeah. You know, girls. That's an increase of 58%. Wow. My favorite thing was they had tons of questions on there to ask. And... This was my favorite, just because it was the biggest difference. Um, they were asked, uh, they asked Republicans, these are people who self-profess Republicans and conservatives, if uh, having a gay manager at work um, upset them or bothered them in some way. Um, the normal survey, 35% said they did, but when they were given it anonymously, 67% said yes. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks, man. That's not surprising at all. People but, uh, are always more... Uh, bigoted and hatred towards people in their little private lives but my favorite like to let on my favorite thing is the fact that 43% of women have had a sexual experience with another woman that's not surprising it's fucking awesome I'm not surprised at that at all hey girls send some evidence well and it's it's vague see it really doesn't give any kind yeah, of I mean, fine it could be terms kissing so that's kiss what I'm saying like, like I, I know plenty of girls that are not lesbian are not bi mm -hmm. They don't do anything, but in their adolescence, like when they were growing up as teens, like, you know, they practiced kissing because they wanted to be good for the fellas. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't do that with dudes. Like, there's no 16-year-old dudes, like, hanging around being like, I want to be a better kisser. Hey, bro, we should practice. Like, <laughs> the way that the male culture is, like, that just can't happen. You like, think, you don't think that'll go over? 
No, because you, immediately you're deemed a fag, and then you're outcast in your fucking school, and it's just a horrible, uh, you know, experience from that point on. Even though you may not even have that intention or that feeling, you were just looking to practice, so you, you know, were better at kissing for the females. But it's just the male culture, yeah, because we're so fucking afraid of anything that makes us look homosexual because we're so terrified of our own sexuality. It's fucking yeah, I think it ridiculous. Because in that survey, it went from 12% to 17% with men, but yeah. for women, it was a 20% increase. Yeah. But you know that even men... Oh, like, even... Yeah, there's probably the more. They're like... Uh, there's probably more, but they're still just so afraid to fucking say anything because they're so terrified. Dude. Because dudes, are, they're so fucking chicken shit about they're, their sexuality. It's I, look, ridiculous. And like you said, it could be anything simple as a kiss or something like that. Dude, I guarantee half of fucking guys have had some kind of gay experience. I mean, dude, I I mean, not, and it's not even like you said. It doesn't have to be like full on like, you know, I blew a fucking guy or took one in the ass or something. I mean, it yeah. could just be something simple like that. I mean, I've had that too because I had a goddamn friend kiss me once when we were fucking drunk, you know, messing around. <laughs> and he's like married with like 50 fucking kids now, so I'm not um, saying he doesn't have some latent homosexuality. I'm just saying, though, I mean, he's pretty straight from, you know, from my experience, but it was one of those things where we were drunk and fucking around and stuff, and I think he was trying to be funny. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to count something like that, I mean, I think it happens. I, I mean, if it was, like, in a joking manner, I mean, I guess it really depends on if both parties were actually joking. He's still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's like uh, piece of this, but... I don't know. I mean, I... I can't really say that I ever have. Well, let me have a couple more beers there. Taxi Boggs isn't here. We can't run a train tonight. I mean, I've definitely done some weird shit just to freak people out. That's what you say. Um, never kissed a dude. Haven't done that. Yeah, like I said. Um, I didn't. I just had it done. They, they weren't bare, but I have cupped balls before. <laughs> I was gonna say, didn't we do that during our photo shoot? We had some um, ball cupping. <laughs> that was all Boggs. Boggs is all about the ball cupping, dude. And I will say this because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> that fucker has touched my fucking wiener at least three times, and it was not like unintentional. I mean, he was fucking creeping with the fucking hand and stuff. Yeah, and he stared at my penis too. That's true. We have audio of that. <laughs> Go back and listen to the and confirmation. Yeah, I just. This is how you know that he is fucking borderline. Because he had to write himself a fucking note. I didn't fuck Eric Like, he's so drunk and he knows it's in his head. Like, I might try something. We're sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> he's so excited. <laughs> I was disappointed when I got up the next morning. I went in there and you guys weren't cuddling. It would have been funnier if he would have been like arms around you and stuff. I, I did spoon him for a little bit. I went to the restroom and. Did spoon for a little bit. You woke up. I doubt you. You know what happened? You weren't spooning. He just fucking grabbed you and pulled you over on him. Oh no, 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 no! I'm saying I woke up, went to the restroom, came back, and no, just, just like did it yeah, just to fuck with him. I don't know. Well, I was sleeping in there. That oh, goddamn. It was the next morning when he came back with uh, his little girlfriend, and uh, he came in there and jumped in bed with me and fucking started spooning me and fucking like dry humping me and shit and I just laid there I was like fuck off, man. I'm so fucking tired I don't have time for this shit and she's taking pictures and stuff and she nice yeah he was like I'm gonna get the pictures of this and then she like fucked up and didn't get it and I was like oh, I got no. no proof 
proof of us grinding together. Although I did get you guys laying next to each other, which was cute. Yeah, it's always cute. Goddamn, man. He would have been perfect for this because he could have told us all about his gay adventures because we know he's had plenty. Like I said, he's touched my wiener and looked at yours, so he's got a couple <laughs> right there. So here's um, here's something a little interesting, something that we can mull over for a little bit. Um, and it comes from uh, right here in Texas. Uh, there's a ministry called uh, Purifying Fire International. Sounds hot. Um, they aim, and I don't even understand this, aim for the end time transfer of wealth. So, God anoints priests to work in a church directly and kings to go out into the marketplace conquer, plunder, and bring back spoils to the church. They claim that the reason there's the, the government regulation has disappeared from the marketplace is to make it completely available to the plunder of Christian kings. I'm assuming they're saying brokers. Who will accomplish the end-time transfer of wealth. Then God's bankers, quote-unquote, okay. will usher in the coming of the Messiah, and then, according to this, um, that the uh, the government shutdown that we recently had mm-hmm. was a sign to God's bankers to bring Jesus back. <laughs> I don't quite understand how the economic thing ties in. Okay, here's my question. Now, I'm not a scholar of the Bible. <laughs> But I do know a few things in it. And so the Messiah, we're talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Bankers. Okay, first of all, I do remember one of the few times Jesus like got pissed off was when he kicked the fucking bankers out of... Um, yep. Oh, fucking what's the place? He kicked them it out. was some temple, was, right? Yeah, in like Jerusalem or yeah, something. Yeah, some holy temple. So he hated the fucking bankers. He was not a big fan of oh, the yeah. fucking... The money. And he hated the wealthy, too. Yeah. So... I'm very confused about this whole gathering wealth and banker situation to get the Messiah to come back. Yeah, he'll come back and start stomping a mud hole in our asses, I'm thinking. I don't think he's going to be happy with this. Jesus is going to be pissed. I mean, the only thing that, I I mean, obviously it's a a money grab for the the mega church. Nah, dude. Because there's no way a mega church is all about money. Nah, man. They're helping feed the homeless. Um, yeah, it's, it's I, I just don't understand it. I, I don't, like, that's the only thing that I can possibly think of is that they're just looking for any way to try and get people to give them more money is that by saying that, you know, the, the stock market is uh, open so much so that you should reap the benefits of it and then give it to the church uh, because they are God's bankers, quote-unquote. Um, and they will usher in the Messiah. I, I don't fucking get it. Hey man, I mean, I, I gotta say it's creative. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wouldn't have fucking thought of it. It's confusing and different. Exactly, it's like it's 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 so like kind of uh, almost highbrow esque to the point to where people don't even want to question it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so confused it's like by it. I mean, I'm so confused, but it's got to be right, so I'm just gonna do it because I don't want to look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, and I don't want to look stupid in front of God's bankers. It is a lot more complex than like the Heaven's Gate people who. <laughs> cut their cocks off and put on Nikes and wait for the UFO to that come was around. fucking weird 
I remember seeing the videotapes of their uh, fucking leader. That dude was creepy as shit. Uh, was it Applewhite? Something Applewhite? Yeah, that guy was fucking weird. <laughs> That's what we need, man. We're going to start a cult. Not only really that, but like... That, that, goes down, you know. that That's what I don't quite understand about people that are super religious. And they, they don't want to claim that it's a cult. But most religions are a cult. I would classify all of them as a cult. I mean, personally, just because of the fact that... I mean... What they boil down to. But you look at all of these cults that just fail miserably. Their God does not come down to protect them. Nothing really happens. They just look like bumbling idiots or mass suicide morons. Look at Jonestown. Fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. Where was their God? Speaking of Waco then? earlier. The, the Waco. The videos, yeah. Those people were seriously just trying to live their own life, and the government came in and fucking killed them. That was a different Where situation. Where was their God then? That was a different situation. There's some wrongdoing that went on by the government. Oh, that yeah. That, that's a whole fucking bad, bad fucking situation. There's a field trip. We'll go to Waco and <sighs> see if we can find some Romanian branch of videos down there. You gotta look at the Heaven's Gates people. I mean, those are <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like all crazy. They were really crazy. I've seen other, you know, documentaries and stuff where cults are like. There was this one that I saw. I can't remember what their name was, but it was very small. And of course, the main dude, you know, fucking fucked all the women. <laughs> he had, you know, everybody had to share their wife with him, of course. Um, right. But he was like convinced that the end of the world was a certain date and all of his followers were and all that stuff. And whenever that date happened, like the the people that were filming the documentary had to be away from the area. But whenever it happened, you know, obviously nothing happened in the world. <laughs> like things happened, but you know, nothing like world ending. They just be one of those surprise. But no, here's what they did. They they came out like hooping and hollering and like dinging bells and stuff and like they were actually saying to the camera, the world has changed, we can see it. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, it hasn't. Not at all. Like how delusional can you be? I just don't get that. And like I understand that uh, how you perceive things is pretty much what you believe them to be, but that's not necessarily how it is. So and I kind of apply that to my own life anytime that I am in a situation where there's kind of vagaries I try and focus on the fact that how I perceive it to be may not be the way it is or the way it was so I need to figure out how it actually is and even then I still might be wrong your perception your reality is completely contrary to what is actually real how people perceive you. I, I love this one quote. How other people perceive you is none of your fucking business. <laughs> but that's the truth. That's the fucking truth. You have absolutely no idea how other people think of you. And honestly, it's none of your business. This is very serious. You can't change it. You know, after that, the one where just... There's really nothing you can do to change the way people think about you. Once they have set the way that they think you are, that's it. What do they say? Like, when people meet you, I mean, they 
kind of have uh, an idea. Like, they judge you within, like, what, the first five seconds or some shit. I mean, yes. the other side is go. So, yeah. I mean, what they say, there's no, um, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Yeah. It's, it's true. That's but, why I just whip out a massive dick every time I meet a woman. Yeah, I don't have that fallback. <laughs> I, I do like the perception. I'm kidding. Reality, I'm totally you know. When I'm flaccid, I'm I'm not that impressive. I blogs told us. You know, he was eyeballing it. I got a fucking... A creepy. got to get hard. And then I'm like slightly above average. Well, it depends on what average you think. Because I've heard a lot of different ranges from average. They, whatever the smallest one is, I'll go with that. I'll take that. Okay. That, <laughs> so way, that way I got to be... The smallest average. average that I've ever heard was four and a half inches. Which is fucking pathetic. Yes. I hope that's that. <laughs> I'm like fucking King Kong. Another <laughs> average I've heard is five, which is also kind of pathetic. I'm good with that. I'm happy with that one too. We'll go and then that. kind of the the main average that I've always heard is six. Yeah, push it. That's that's the main average that I've always, that's like the a little bit. that's the let's average of the average that I've heard. Let's go. Let's go back to five. We'll go with that. Six. So if we go by the average of the average six, I'm I'm a little bit above that. <laughs> Why are you selling yourself short? Four, nah. four and a half is awesome, though. Four and a half is the <laughs> fucking greatest of all time. Did, did you ever see that South Park? I'm sure my kid has. That Everybody was so pissed. Like the psychologist was trying to figure out why people were so, why all these people were so pissed off, and they were all dudes. And it turns out that they just all, all had small wieners. Um, it is and, very disappointing. And the national average, like they were considered small. <laughs> so what the Surgeon General wound up doing was just lowering the national average <laughs> to, to where they were all bigger. That's what I'm trying to do right now. And so then at that point, they're all like happy and just <laughs> didn't give a shit. Speaking of small wieners, <laughs> I got a fun little thing. I just saw this. Uh, I think this was just announced like yesterday. China uh, decided that they're going oh, to I heard about this. drop the uh, one. Well. They're going to drop the one challenge. No, 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 they're not dropping it. They're just changing the rules. Yeah, I was going to say they changed that. So for the first time since it was enacted in 1979, and they said for the first time they're making a major change to it. Basically, what it comes down to is if you want to have another kid, you can, but it's basically going to be like a tax, you know, where. But the range is so odd. Like I read the story, and it says that the range between like the fee on it is anywhere from in U.S. dollars. Eight hundred twenty dollars to two hundred thirteen thousand. So I I kind of read through the story and I really couldn't see what the difference was there and how where they did, determined it. Where did you get that information? Off Think Progress. Okay, because that's a little different from the information that I heard. Yeah, like I said, I I saw the one story and I didn't have time to really kind of double check and go back through it. I mean, well, I know the the story's legit as far as them making it more lean yes. people could do it the but information that I heard was that um, it was just a new policy to where it was if if you were a if how was it fuck I can't remember but if uh, one person like out of the couple yeah if one person was a single child and the other person had uh, you know siblings then they could have another kid. There was some type of a caveat in the story, but it didn't totally make sense to me, but it may have something to do with that because it said about single individuals. I didn't hear anything about, about tax. That doesn't mean it's not real. And they said something about couples, like there being a difference, but 
Yeah. Well, they don't call it a tax. It's some kind of a fee. And okay. it's for, like, education. But it's pretty much a tax. Yeah, it's education. It's, like, all the stuff combined, like, you're paying for additionally to the state. But, like I said, it's a very odd number. I mean, like I said, the amounts that they gave were very wide-ranging. One of the other things I thought that was cool on is um, they had a chart that showed, like, how many male children were born in each country compared to every 100 female children. And, of course, China's the biggest difference. It's 120 males for every 100 females. You want to know why? Well, I know why, because of the one-child policy, because everyone's male. But um, just to kind of compare it and stuff, I, I pull off the U.S. one. For U.S., it's 103 males to every 100 females. So that's like the law of averages. You know, it's about, yeah. right, about 50-50. Still too much of a sausage fest for me. Yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> men, I like to see it more around like 100 and then 50. I know, it's like, oh, there's more women. I guess it's just because women live so much longer than men, so that's probably why. So there's more women in the country, but it's just a bunch of olds. No yeah. offense if you're older, but no good to me. But yeah, it's disappointing. I, they had like uh, about 20 countries listed. I was trying to find a country that had more females by men, so I know Doesn't where happen. I need to head to. I couldn't find any. Damn it. I mean, like the U.S., U.K. What about them? Russia? Oh, you know what? I, Dude, I, I mean, I, it, it's higher, been years. It, they're more male than female. I mean, Are I saw you sure? Them, yeah, I saw them ahead of uh, the U.S. on the list, like on the scale, but I don't remember what the exact number was. But every one of them, like the next one was like Korea, and Korea was like 109 to 100. So, I mean, you're, you're talking about the next like 20 countries are all within about five or six. Because from what I've heard, there's like droughts of dudes in certain areas of Russia. Yeah, probably fucking Siberian shit. So it's, women get the hell out of there. It's like if you're a dude, you're a fucking god. You know why that is? Because there's all those Russian bride sites. All the Americans keep buying the Russian women. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're trying to figure like there's not enough dudes to get fucking to be husbands, so they just fucking go on these websites and get shipped off to fucking America or wherever the hell. I don't know if I brought this up before because I know we kind of talked about the China thing. I saw this really cool thing. I don't know if people know it. There's like a, the Vice magazine online. Uh, Vice is really cool. They go out and they do all these little stories and stuff all over the place. I and mean, they come up with shit you never hear. But they did a thing on China about um, this situation where because there's so many more guys, like, you know, guys have to compete for these women. So, like, I mean, unless you come from a wealthy background, you got a great job, you know, this is the best of everything. You know, it's hard to get women. So, like, the richest of the rich Chinese guys, what they'll do is they'll, like, put up fucking billboards and everything else. Like, hey, I'm single looking for a woman. And then basically put themselves out there like an interview or something. I mean, it's like Match.com on fucking steroids, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just so they can get women and everything because there's such a disparity wow. and it. It sucks. And then they'll go down and like they have these market things on the weekend where there's actually parents of their sons. And they'll put together like flyers that'll have like their income information and all their background, their hobbies, everything they like. And they'll like women will go down there and like take flyers and stuff and they're like selling their sons off and stuff basically trying to find wives for their sons because there's such a gap it's fucking insane dude that's crazy it's really really fucking crazy i mean it's really interesting i mean it sucks I and mean, it's like dude i'm having i mean i haven't been looking but i know i gotta get back in the market sooner or later and stuff and it's so like, it's pretty much don't go to china yeah, stay the fuck away from China. <laughs> this is pretty good. America is pretty even. We're almost. Even if you're a female, crazy. go to fucking China. <laughs> if you like four and a half average, we. <laughs> well, hey man, if you get a, a smart kid that's got a good fucking family background and good education and a solid yeah, job, nothing wrong with that. You women, just, I'm just saying. You women can deal with a little fucking wiener. 
Again, vibrators. We still live in a society that values money over anything else. That's another thing. I'm fucked on that too. So you gotta figure your shit out, girls. Damn, damn wieners and money. Fucking screwed. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, girls, what's just, up? Just don't reference them to this show. <laughs> you might be alright. Damn it. <laughs> we're gonna have Listen to, to all the episodes except for this one. We're gonna have to fucking do a show since we're all gonna be like a, like legally single here probably in the next couple months and stuff. We'll have to do like the fucking dating game type show and stuff. Oh, we'll some, Jesus. We'll have some fun and just rip on each other that way. That actually would kind of be fun. Oh, I think it would be hilarious. We need to get a... That's one we need to get. Do a triple date? Yeah, well, yeah, that's... Where all three of us go to a restaurant and just like fuck with each other and go to fucking Chili's and hang out the bar with <laughs> fucking movies. Oh, this one guy gets single and stuff. It's like a bunch of 40 year olds. He's like, I need to go pick up some women. He goes, You guys know what I do? Fucking Chili's. Hang out the bar and pick up some women. No, we're not going to go to Chili's. You don't think that would be an awesome place yeah. to go? Yeah. No. <clears throat> it's not bad, yeah. Gotta come down the line sooner or later. Hey, that could be fun. <clears throat> be embarrassing fine we can have our we'd have our gay story off walk to win oh show <laughs> so we've been over in Afghanistan for a while right no, I've never been over there I'm just saying like the United States yeah you know decade yeah just you know a little bit um, and I know we've talked about it before about the opium fields and how they've increased since we've been there. Um, and how we have uh, soldiers that guard them, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's still going on. Hmm. Even though we're about to pull out. Yep. So, new report came out. Um, this was from NPR. You know, my favorite <laughs> radio station. Uh, but opium production in 2013 rose by 49% over 2012. That's ridiculous. It's so funny, too, because I remember when the Taliban was in charge before we went in there a decade ago, they were stomping out all the opium mm-hmm. fields because they didn't want their people growing that yeah, shit. Yeah, it, it was a religious thing. Because, yeah, because of their religion. I mean, granted, it's not that great because the Taliban's also the people that shoot little girls in the face for trying to go to school. Yeah, but <laughs> think of all the good they're doing. They're keeping the drugs off the streets. But I'm saying that we we go in there to try and do good, and then we turn them into the world's number one poppy producer. They 90%. They produce 90% of the world's open. The other part of it comes from Columbia, or the main majority after yeah. them is from Columbia. Yeah. But that's what they always say, because you know how I went on that rant when we did the one about like CIA operations? Yeah. I think that's the one that I brought it up in. I don't know. Go back and listen to it, and then you send me a message and tell me if I'm right. So, and we're talking about that. It's like, it's amazing how the influx of heroin in this country has grown so much at the same time that we take over, basically, Afghanistan. <laughs> and it's like, and like yeah. I made the point, like, hmm. Coincidental. Yeah, that's the thing about it. It's like, okay. The CIA drug running. Yeah, it's like, mm. okay, how is that shit getting over here? Because if it's in Afghanistan, we can't get into Afghanistan. Yeah, we have it's a military-occupied country. Yeah, but yet, it's growing over here. Like it kind of makes you think, like, where exactly is all that shit going? How is it getting 
from one place to another place. It's funny because I read that I read the story on this, and then they're trying to say it. the government's like, "Well, it's coming from Colombia." Bullshit. It's like, no, I don't think so, dude. If you look at the correlation and what's coming into the country, it's massively grown since we've taken over Afghanistan. Like you said, they're probably, yeah. What did you say? Forty-nine. Forty-nine percent. It's at record highs. Yeah. Mm, okay. Afghanistan has never had more cultivation of poppy Come than on. right fucking now. Now, yeah. why is that? Because there is a world demand for it. If there's a world demand for it, they are producing it and shipping it out. How the fuck are they doing that? When we have soldiers guarding the fucking fields. Yeah, I loved it. Cause I, know, I mean, I, just you just like... Take conspiracy theories out of the fucking thing. Oh, Just yeah. Just don't even say that fucking word. Use your goddamn brain. Yeah. Or your, together. your science damn brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very fucking simple that there are people in the government that are fucking making it happen. Period. I mean, that's always kind of been kind of like the underground joke amongst like drug dealers and stuff, you know. I mean, I've watched documentaries and stuff, you know, where they had the people in the 80s, you know, they were running drugs, and they're like, well, the CIA was, you know, bringing this shit in and letting us sell it, and they're always like, well, okay, and it's like marijuana, it's like, why won't they legalize it? It's like, dude, they're making so much money off of it, you know, they use it for black ops stuff, it's like, look, there's no proof of that, but, you know, I mean, it's possible, that's all I'm going to say. Well, it's like we said in the conspiracy show, I mean, how else are you able to fund coups, assassinations... Uh, economic hitmen, and all kinds of other facsimiles that you don't want on the record books. How are you supposed to fund those with government money? You can't. You have to find a way to get other funds so there's no trace. That's how. You start running drugs. You go into Afghanistan, you make it the fucking biggest poppy cultivation in the fucking world. You occupy the shit out of it. You kill all the people that are getting rid of the fucking poppy fields, and you make a killing. And then you're able to do whatever the fuck you want at that point, because you've got a shitload of money that cannot be tied back to the government. Yeah, I remember, I had a talk with somebody I worked with, we were kind of talking about this, and, like, I, I mean, we try not to do it on the show and stuff. Like, we'll bring stuff up, you know, we try not to do conspiracy talks so much, just because it. It will make you look like an ass sometimes. That's not conspiracy. Well, I know. Logic. Oh, I know. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I think that's very logical when we brought that up, you know, but I try not to get into too much, you know, the fucking underground channel. Like like I said, I always say this, I don't like doing Alex Jones stuff because I don't want to seem insane. But I mean, I think if you just kind of look at the facts, but it's like I was bringing that up to somebody about the whole opium fields over there and like, well, our soldiers aren't doing that. I'm like, dude, just go to fucking YouTube. Just... Are you been, like, shitting me? Yeah. Like, like, they'll admittedly in, say, yeah, I just stood in front of a fucking opium field. Well, I didn't no, do I mean, shit in the ring. I, I remember um, Peralta Rivera did a story. You can go to YouTube and look it up. Just type in, like, Peralta Rivera, fucking opium fields or YouTube, Afghanistan, whatever. It'll come up where he's there with soldiers, and they're talking. And they're like, yeah, it's weird. You know, we're out here fucking guarding these fields all day. And it's, like, got soldiers yep. standing right in the middle of these poppy fields, you know, just fucking armed to the teeth. And it's like, so you guys are out here guarding this all day? It's like, yeah, I mean, we're supposed to be watching out for these people. This is their crops, and they're growing them. And if we don't, you know, the Taliban will come in and destroy them. And yeah. So we're watching, you know, we're going to And that's the thing, people. like, according to them, and that, that's, like, I, I don't want to blame those people, the people that are watching the poppy fields and, you know, the, the, the small ponds in the game, right. because they're just following orders. Mm-hmm. 
they're just told what to do. And I mean, yeah, it might seem odd, it might seem crazy, but they don't really think about it too much. They're just like, hey, this is, these are my orders. That's just what I'm supposed to do. Um, and actually, that's going to tie in a little bit whenever we go into the uh, JFK show mm-hmm. next week. Plug. And that one will be. Um, <laughs> but there, there's some things that happened within the Secret Service and some other stuff where it was just, you know, it wasn't really, they didn't question too much. They were just, hey, th- those were orders. That's just what we were told to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's... I can't blame them. So you got to go up higher in the ladder and you got to go higher up in the chain. And so where exactly does it end? Who exactly is pulling those strings? Because there's somebody out there pulling those fucking strings. Because otherwise it just wouldn't make its way out. I mean, <laughs> I, I just want to know the logistics of trying to get a package out of a, Afghanistan. Like, <laughs> how hard is it to fucking get that done? Well, then again, even if they want... And then not only that, but you're talking about the amount that they're producing, you said, you know, in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And then you're thinking about where all you can find heroin. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. So somehow it's making its way to the States, to Europe, all over the fucking place. I mean, it's... It's not rocket science. It's not that hard to decipher that there are people within our government or military that are involved and know. And it's being covered up for sure. They don't want to fucking talk about it. You know, kind of on the on the drug issue and stuff. I saw this. This study came out. I pulled this down last week. Um, said the uh, federal prison population has ballooned 790% since 1980. Uh, of course, half of those are in there for drug, you know, drug-related crimes. It said that the uh, federal prisons are now 35 to 40% over capacity, and they're expected by 2023 to be about 55% over. Of course, I mean, the thing with that is, is most of these, and we've run over before, about half of those drug-related ones are for marijuana possessions. I mean, something as small as that. And uh, I think the thing about it that shocked me in this is it said that the explosion isn't driven by a spike in crime, but actually in the sentencing. Uh, they said in a 25-year period, the average drug sentences have doubled from an average of 38.5 months in 1984 to 74 months in 2011 for the same type of crime. Huh. And like I said, most of these are just possession charges. So, I mean... Yeah, that's really what's fucking killing us. They said that if they just cut mandatory sentences in half, that it could save the country about almost $3 billion over the next decade. That alone. And they're always looking to cut money out of the budget. Won't they fucking do that? <laughs> right. I thought that was incredible, though. 790%. Man. Fucking ridiculous. God damn it. So what do you think? What? You got any more magic? Um, I have a, uh, a story here. It's a little, a little interesting. Okay, better be a good one, man. We gotta go out in a hot bucket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this uh, gentleman in Alabama recently lost a, uh, a court battle. Can you take a guess as to what it would be about? Come on, man. you gotta get more than that. 
I mean, Alabama, it could be anything. He had to remove something from his front yard. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn, dude. I had to think. That's a tough one because, you know, freedom of speech, you can put a lot of fucking things up and they can't really say anything. It had to be something. God damn, man. I'd want to say, like, a fucking Nazi flag or something like that, but even that, I don't think. Unless it's, like, an HOA thing or something. Nope. Don't tell me it's like a fucking activity scene or something because I know they can't do it. They can get away with no, that. No, there's no way that would happen. I know what I'm saying. Not on private property. I'm so confused. It involved his wife. Dude, if it was like a nude photo of her or something <laughs> like that, is, were they getting a divorce? Are they going, oh, is he going to join our group pretty soon? <laughs> is he going to be the fourth member on the dating game? Uh, no. On Friday... He was ordered by the court of Stevenson, Alabama to remove the remains of his dead wife from his front yard. Um, that's a divorce. Yep. Yep, she died in 2009. And uh, he was, quote, very disappointed. And felt he had done all he could to keep her at their home. Because they had shared that home for decades. Okay. Uh, Davis, Mr. Davis, he was a former Marine and had vowed that he would never remove his wife's body from the property. Yeah, I think that that would have been an issue quite a while ago when she started to rot and everything. That's kind of a health hazard. Um, I'm not sure if she was in a casket or anything. I would assume that she would be, but who knows. Um, but he also said that the burial place was uh, a piece of America okay. and it, <laughs> of course it is yeah. or, or I'm sorry it was his piece of America okay. and in keeping with his wife's last wishes yeah I still don't understand how he was able to keep her close. but he had a headstone and everything so she's okay. So well, she's it, not buried though. She's just like fucking hanging out. In it. He's got her own no, fucking buried, chair. Buried. Okay. Okay. That makes a little bit more. She's buried with a headstone. In the front. Yep. In the front yard, where all the neighbors can see and drive by every single fucking day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if law would permit you to bury a fucking body on a residential like area like that. I don't think that's allowed. No, because according to Stevenson, Alabama, all burial sites must pass health department inspections and get approval from local government bodies. Okay. Now, here's the next part. How was he able to keep her there for four years, though, before this became <laughs> an know. issue? That's very confused by this. They just think, like, oh, he really is into fucking Halloween. Look, he's got the tombstone out there all year round, though. I mean, I don't know. Um... I think this actually became a... Uh, I think... The, here's what I think happened. Because the story doesn't go too deep. So I think originally, like, most of the town folk were probably just like... You know, he lost his wife. And they've been living there for decades. He's a Marine. You know, he's American. <laughs> um, so let's let him do that. But... I think it became a health issue. Yeah. Uh, because... There is drainage and and or runoff from the grave 
that seeped into nearby wells and into the system of a restaurant that was 100 feet away. <laughs> so I think that is probably where they drew the line. <laughs> okay, so was she not in a cask or anything? You just uh, like dig a hole? That, that kind of tells me that she may not have been. First of all, this is a fucked up place. The, the, the <laughs> residential area needs to live in a, that close to a restaurant. What kind of zoning do they have there? This, this <laughs> I whole, don't know. This whole fucking place is a disaster. Uh, I've lived in Alabama, but I've never been to Stevenson, Alabama. I have no idea where that is. Yeah, I don't think that was on the uh, the list for uh, people to live 35 and under. Surprisingly not. That's what I wanted to do. My game plan was to... If my wife passed away before me, I was going to bury her in her fucking yard, do like the pet cemetery thing, see if she rose back up, start the zombie apocalypse. God damn, dude, it's, it's weird and creepy. That's like, a, <laughs> you hear those stories every once in a while, though, where people fucking die, like a guy, like like an old couple like that, you know, the guy's wife will die and, you know, he just doesn't want to let her go and he'll fucking like put her in a fucking chair in the living room or something and just keep her there and then after a while, man, the stench will fucking get someone will call the cops and they find them all they, I saw I heard something like that that happened like in Germany or Poland one of those fucking crazy countries not too long ago I mean unless you live in those countries and you find countries <laughs> I, I lived in Germany for lots of great places they got some crazy fucking people there, um, well, you didn't want to talk about the uh, Toronto mayor I do but we're going to save that um I don't know, man. Can I go behind the... Can I pull the curtain back for a second? Okay. Okay, since fucking faggot Bob's isn't with us... Yes. And I don't mean that. Yeah. I'm going to get in trouble. Um, the thing is, Dickhead's got all of our fucking equipment, so we're really fucking... If you can't tell by the uh, sound... Oh, so you want to pull audio and shit? Yeah. It, we're, okay, we, we can have, say that for next week. Yeah. We However... Have, Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, we have audio stuff in our computer system. Everything runs through our usual board and everything. We don't have all that. We are doing this motherfucker on the cheap. This is like one step above what I was, well, it's a few steps above what I did for them for the past <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. So, um, so I, for those of you who don't know, uh, this gentleman, uh, Rob Ford. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's the mayor of Toronto. He was uh, seen on video smoking from a crack pipe yes. and then admitted that he smoked crack. Yes. After denying um, it, then the video came out, then he admitted it. <laughs> but somewhere in Toronto's laws, they cannot get rid of him unless he's been convicted of a crime. Yeah. So they're just stuck with him. So a lot of uh, the people within the system, like whenever he does speeches or anything, they literally turn their backs to him. They won't listen to him at all. He's awesome, too. Uh, and he refuses to step down. But here's a fun little tidbit. He apparently, I don't know when these came out, but uh, they had like a charity thing uh, at one point in Toronto where they were giving away uh, bobbleheads of him. And they were going for like 20 bucks for uh, United Way charity. Uh, But because of the recent hubbub about him, you can find the bobbleheads on eBay and the bids are going to upwards of three hundred dollars. <laughs> I like that Rob Ford bobblehead. <laughs> Rob Ford bobblehead. I will say this though: complete with a crack pipe. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I think there's just so much craziness, and 
Oh my god, yeah, we're gonna play some audio from the Sunday. And he definitely thing. looks like a crack fucking pipe user. His teeth are fucking disgusting as shit. He doesn't to me, doesn't because he's like way I mean, overweight. He's, like he's, he's overweight, so he definitely probably smokes some pot and like goes to fucking Mickey D's and buys up a whole bunch of you know quarter pounders. Yeah, I was gonna say the crack. Or do they use the metro system over there? Yeah, it, yeah, they uh, yeah they do. We're like the only country that doesn't. Do. We're special. <laughs> So, yeah, he had a Erica. he's having a Royale with cheese and fucking, after he smokes a fucking dude or something. Yeah. And it's not, <laughs> I was going to say a couple of ounces, but no. But we'll get into him next week because there is so much gold there. He'll be fun. <laughs> and like, I got some audio clips and if people haven't heard him already, I don't think you have. And if you have, you've heard the edited versions. I've got the unedited stuff where he's going off cussing and ranting and raving. It's hilarious. I the, really everything that I've heard on him has come from uh, NPR. Really, honestly, yeah, then you haven't heard the good. Like stuff. I said, like uh, my news sources are very uh, few and far between, and NPR is kind of like the main staple. Yeah, and I'm like you, know, like we talked before. I don't watch a lot. I mean, I now this is me just being fucking lefty and stuff. But I'll flip on like MSNBC sometimes. I, will, I like what Rachel Maddow. I'll watch her. But other than that, it's pretty much like. You know, reading raw story, think progress, or different news sites and stuff. I like yeah. reading, like the Guardian, different stuff, like UK papers, because they're a little crazy, but they have some fun stories. So. But yeah, I'm with you, man. But we'll do that. We'll we'll play the audio next week. It'll be fun. That'll be the one light moment before we get the fucking JFK coming to Dallas and finally getting it through his head that the people of Texas didn't want him there. Right. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, definitely check us out on Facebook. Yes. Um, Go to our Twitter page, leave comments, um, email, email us. Dirty pigs. Intel Saviors gmail. at gmail.com. Um, go to our website, intellectualsaviors.com. Uh, you can check us out on Podbean, uh, Stitcher, a whole bunch of other fucking uh, things. Of course, you can go to iTunes, download us for on the go listening. Yep, and rate us and leave some shitty comments. Um, make sure to check out our friends, uh, Digital Frustrations. Mm-hmm. Andrew was on the previous show. He was supposed to be on this one, but Box Dick. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty sure we'll probably have them on sometime in the future, for sure. Yeah, I wanted... Oh, and I didn't do this last time. I gave a few shouts to individuals, but I took a couple of the podcasts that have uh, given us some mention and stuff to give people on. Um, Mike one at uh, Our Daily Outrage, a weekly podcast. Are they out of Kansas? Arkansas. Arkansas, sorry. They're pretty good. I, now, My bad. We need to get them trying to do a crossover thing. Allie seems to be for us. I think we'll try and work that out. And then also the Nothing Series podcast. There's a, three jokers. They're pretty funny guys, and they've given us a couple shout-outs. So, yeah, check them out, too. They're they're not political, but they do a lot of crazy stories and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, next week we have uh, the JFK assassination and all the craziness behind that. Um, beyond that, I know we have our uh, music industry episode that we're Hopefully, hopefully that's gonna happen. <laughs> I got my fingers crossed on that. We will have a special. Hopefully, guest. gonna do. We're switching to a little bit of a new format to where we're gonna be doing like fuck off shows and then serious shows. Well, you know, serious shows. This was serious. We're serious. <laughs> I'm too much joking around. This is a completely different show than what we did the other night. Um, um, yeah, that one definitely. We'll do. Uh, we want to do like advertising, marketing stuff. Yes, uh, absolutely. Hum- human trafficking is a big one. Human trafficking. So we got sure. we got some good ones coming up. Hopefully. Um, and I mean, we really didn't get a chance to talk about it much, uh, but I know it's a big headline, uh, the tsunami, uh, victims there in the Philippines, uh, 
you're, you're talking about thousands of people that just are gone off the fucking planet. And then on top of that, they're having a, a serious problem trying to get uh, any kind of supplies. You have people that are just really doing probably terrible things to each other just to try and survive and get food, which is understandable because, I mean, they can't really do much. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you go into survival. I do want to, this is something I can shit on China about. Like, all these countries are given aid. Like, we've given, like, 20-some million dollars or something for aid. China only gave, like, one-point-some million dollars. Hmm. Ikea, fucking Ikea, has given, like, $20 million of aid. They've given almost as much as the United States. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah, the Philippines, it's... it's that just goes to show you that we just... We honestly do not give a shit about anybody around us. We just don't fucking care. Oh, uh, well, like, you know, we'll... They do it as PR. It's just like, but, oh... But, but you know, America, I mean, we'll pull through. We'll pull a lot more together. They'll probably have some goddamn event on TV pretty soon raising money for them and stuff. I mean, we, Americans are pretty good about pulling the weight, but uh, I'll say this, though, man. They goddamn China. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> I mean, you think they're the second biggest economy next to ours, and they're barely getting anything. And I feel for the Philippines. I got a buddy I was in the military with, uh, Mike, and he's a Filipino. And he's got family and stuff over there. And I saw him kind of going back and forth on Facebook oh, and checking on everybody. Yeah. And so I think everybody's okay in his family, so that's good to hear. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, the the reports that I've heard have been pretty, pretty fucking bad. Oh, yeah, it's 10,000 plus and climbing because they're still, you know, so many people they're just unaccounted for, so it's bad, bad news. But you know, there's you know weather stuff. It's it that was God, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they they must not be praying enough or some yeah. shit. Fucking Christians will make that up. I call it happenstance and just the inevitability of what happens. But we can do our part. So make sure you do yours. Donate. Do whatever you can. Make sure that you're donating to proper organizations. And places that will actually get the funds to the people. Uh, because unfortunately, if you know anything about the Philippines, the government there is extremely corrupt. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I don't, I'm kind of iffy on this. But I guess the Red Cross is probably the most legit. And that seems to be the easiest one to donate to. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll toss in their 10 bucks or something. So, All right, folks. Have a uh, good night. We will see you next week with JFK. Suck it. <laughs>